welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. This is college basketball, Wednesday, January 3rd, off in the fresh new year of 2024. I feel like I should try to say that as often as I can. You know how long it takes you to like remember it's a new year. Uh, we yeah, it's, <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my job, I have to look backwards every time, every year, so I never know what year it is. I just mm. guess. Mm, yeah, any, or any accounting and tax or anything like that, you've got to you've got to have uh, fun with that one. Uh, we we've started off the new year strong at least. Won our first two picks on yesterday's show. Um, third one TBD. Uh, Jake, I, I was getting ready to have a sermon here after the way Vermont started in the first half, and it, 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 in that. I was just thinking through the logic of this and just, I, I want everyone to be smarter, betters, or more realistic betters. There's a lot of content on Twitter out there. A lot of people, thankfully, I think, you know, preaching the good news and kind of sharing with people the realities of this and why certain content is dangerous, why certain lines of thinking are dangerous. Right. And so we're here just trying to make sure people are thinking about these games the right way. And what I mean by that is we talk about all the time, and I kind of ran some of the math in my head, and it is about a third of games you're going to get right, and it's not even going to be close with a number. It's going to be off by at least five points. It's going to be a no-brainer, an easy win. And you're going to have about a third of your games that you get that you get wrong, or whatever the opposite is, whatever. A third right and a third wrong that aren't even close. And the reason, a viewer, that, that, that you should be here and that you, you should sign up on Dub Clubbing and get all the information from Sideline is not for either one of those thirds because those are the games that it doesn't really matter how you handicap it. One team's hot, one team's not. Or if it's a total, both teams just shot really well or both teams just couldn't find the the basket, right? And it, it holds true for probably all sports, really. Um, it's that middle third that the games land near the number that we're trying to make sure we find a good price on. And we talk a lot about, right? The difference between sharp and square is not the side, it's the price or the number. And that's what we're focused on here. The, the complicated part for us is that we're only giving out three picks for free because we have our loyal customers over on Dub Club. We want to make sure that we're taking care of you. If you're with us over there, again, we thank you so much for your business. Um, and, and we try to provide all the information possible and, and all the benefits and everything we can to make sure it's, it's worth your money. Um, and I, and, and I, I hope we do a good job. Of that. I think we do a good job of that. But if we're only doing three picks and one out of three is going to be an easy winner, one out of three is going to be an easy loser, and it's the one out of three in the middle, well, it's just one game a day that's like up in the air. That's on average. Sometimes there's none, right? Sometimes, you know, everyone understands variance, right? And so it's like, well, okay, over the course of the week, there's six of them. And it's like, well, if, if we're tossed up on those games, really going like 55% would be pretty good. That would help us win money, right? And it's like, well, to get to 55%, you're thinking that's 11 out of 20. And now it's like, well, if there's only six coin toss games a week, you do the math and you're like, now that's three weeks of games. And so it just kind of goes through the process of it's really about looking at the big picture. That's why we do the recaps. All of that information is available on the website. At the bottom of it has all the sheets for historical records as well as this year for how we're doing. We do the recaps. I've kind of been doing them now once a week because otherwise it's just kind of updating the same thing. And half the time we're like today, we're in the middle of it. So we'll update like once a week how that last week went. But overall, profitable on A-grade money lines, profitable on A-grade totals. I believe profitable on all the show picks. And that's really where it's at. And so that's hopefully you're seeing that if you're new, you know, give it some time. One of the first two picks Tuesday. I, I never know what's going to happen in one game. We talk about a lot of confidence comes in the totality of picks. 
not in the individual game because one game, anything can happen. So it's really about the 20 picks, the 50 picks, the one. It may take you a month to get there. It may take you three days, depending on how heavy of a better you are. But that's kind of where we're at here. Jake, did I miss any of the high talking points as we just start the year to make sure we're framing everything in a, in a safe and, and smart manner? No, I mean, the one of the biggest lessons, you can't make it back the same day mm-hmm. if it goes down. So don't mm-hmm. like being able to understand that a third, like they said, a third of the time you're going to get things wrong. And it's not because you did anything incorrectly. It's just a team just stuff happens. Have it or, yeah. or a player gets hurt. The main player gets hurt in the first five minutes or foul trouble with college basketball and stuff like that. And you're mm-hmm. going to just miss it. So, don't try to re get it the next day or anything like that. You just got to stay consistent and know that there's going to be a third of those games that go your way. And then you try to just concentrate on that middle. Yeah. That middle third, that's where you're going to go from a, a losing better to a winning better, or if you're a break even better to a winning better or a, a, a slightly winning better to a, a great winning better, right? Whatever it may be, we're just trying to get you one step higher. And then when we get there, we'll, we'll go one step higher, right? We're not, we're not trying to win the lottery overnight. I, I know there are some people out there doing that. That's dangerous. You're more likely going to just be reloading constantly if that's your approach. Uh, but Jake, you make an excellent point there. You know, um, Pittsburgh, we had them as an A-grade play, uh, you know, and and I don't know what we were talking about on the, on the Discord. They went like two of 27 from three, and apparently people were watching it. We're saying most of them were wide open looks. And it's like, you have a normal three-point shooting night. We, we hit a nice little plus odds winner there. We trust that in the long run, you know, we're going to get we're going to get some of that back. But you can't just press it and try to figure it out tonight. You just kind of say, hey, it is what it is and, and move on to the next one. Uh, so anyway, enough of that. Just and, and I don't want to ramble. I don't go too long. And so apologies if you're just like, I want to get to the picks. Well, we timestamp them so you can just go to the picks if that's you. But I want to try to make sure we're all growing and learning and thinking about things in, a, in the smartest and best way possible. Um, again, though, if you want to join us on Dub Club, $5 off your first month promo code is there on the screen QR code if you're with us on YouTube or the link in the show description. Uh, provide a ton of benefits over there. Hopefully it's worth your welcome. Check us out if you're not. And if you're with us again, we thank you so much. You will get the extended cut again today uh, here. And again, as always, all of the uh, A-grade picks, all of the best bets and everything. But we're going to give you three of our right now seven best bets. We'll probably add another pick or two in the morning. So we'll probably end up with about nine. I think we had nine here on Tuesday. Uh, three of the nine coming at you, Duquesne and UMass will be the first one. Uh, Jake, UMass, best unit on the courts, their offense, worst units, their defense. So that's always interesting. Uh, this game's at UMass. Sideline thinks UMass is the better team. Better team at home means minus 118 is a steal of a price. This is priced as if Duquesne is the better team. The model would disagree with that. Jake, do you think UMass is the better team or do you think they're at least equal? What are, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think UMass is the better team. I think it's going to be kind of a similarly played game as that Vermont game <clears throat> that went our way towards the end and shouldn't have. Uh, but like either, either way, I think the biggest thing you want to look at here is Duquesne. What what they do well defensively, like offensively, is kind of where UMass is very good defensively. So I think that difference in the offensive numbers is going to be a little bit greater because of matchups and how things are going that way. Uh, I like this Duquesne team. I like Day Day Grant. I think he's a very good player. It's just UMass has the guards to match up with those guys with Matt Cross and Cohen. Uh, That sounds like a law firm. But uh, they are just a very solid team. This is going to be a fun game to watch. If you can find a way to watch it, it'll it'll be a very intense, very – competitive game, but I think UMass will pull it out home court plus being the better team and, and how all the matchups go. 
I haven't looked at if this is an ESPN Plus game or if it's a Flow game. A lot of those, Flow is the <laughs> like the only one. It's a roll of the dice. Yeah, it's the only one. I think everything else you, you can watch for free, which is a lot of fun, uh, or, or uh, as part of ESPN Plus. Which if you're doing this at all, like 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 I'm, a lot of you probably have ESPN Plus, or it's bundled with uh, Hulu and uh, you know Disney Plus if you have kids or whatever. Um, and, and so many of the games on ESPN Plus, it's it's fairly expensive, but you get a lot of I don't know if it's on it or not. It's the second best game of the day, according to Sideline. Uh, we're going to cover the best one, Clemson and Miami, to wrap us up. But uh, yeah, this would be one of your better games. You got two top 100 teams, according to Sideline. It's not the wrong team favored game, which is we long talk about as our bread and butter, but it's a closer relative of it because this is a game that the um, market, we'll, we'll call it the, the wrong teams, the better team game, right? Which doesn't really roll off the tongue <laughs> quite as much, but the market's saying Duquesne's the better team uh, based off of this price. And so that's the, it's like I said, I'll call it the cousin of the wrong team favorite game, which is done so well for us. And the same thing here. Anytime we've said these two teams are similar and the home team can be taken at a really short price, whether it's in college basketball, in football, or in baseball, these have gone really well for us. So uh, again, the sharpness on this play is about the price, uh, not about the side. There's a side we play Duquesne at. It's just obviously uh, not here. And again, as a reminder of the benefits that you get on Dub Club for every single game, we give you the threshold needed for a B grade and an A grade. In this case, the model says an A grade threshold for UMass is minus 162. So you got a lot of wiggle room. This will probably be an A grade no matter what happens with this line, unless it moves out a lot. And so in that regard, you can play it up to that at still A grade. Obviously, you want to find the best of the number. Uh, but the point being is there's a lot of value in this number here. We think it's really mispriced and that UMass, at least as good as Duquesne at home, should be a much bigger favorite than they are. 7 p.m. Eastern, Furman and UNC Greensboro. Jake, this one's going to be a battle of, you know, contrast with Furman being just all offense no defense, all pace, and UNC Greensboro, not bad on offense. They're just going to play really slow. They're going to play in a lot. They like to play a lower scoring game, uh, but kind of the same thing we've been talking about with why the totals have gone so well for us is eyeing right there on, if you're with us on YouTube on the screen, the pace metric there. Furman is more above average than UNC Greensboro is below average, and in general, with the exceptions of the Virginias, Villanovas, uh, of the world. And honestly, it might just be those two teams this year because even the other really slow teams have been drugging the high scoring games. The faster pace tends to win out and it tends to be more than average. And the sports books continue to just average the pace together. And so we catch these like this and say over is a good spot because we're on average, again, like we talked about at the top, you know, a third of these games, the team's just going to hit a third of them. They're not a third of the time. This is going to be up in the 170s and be insane because that's what Furman can do. A third of the time, Furman's just going to be completely cold, and this is going to be UNC Greensboro's, uh, you know, 65 to 62 type game. But a third of the time, it's going to be right there in the middle. And in that third, the model says it's more likely to get into the 150s. And the sports books placing us at 151 and a half say 140s is really on the table. Model thinks 140s is unlikely that we should get into the 150s. Again, if we're in that middle third, that normal ish game, Jake, tell us more. Yeah. Uh, UNC Greenboro's offense is better than most people are giving her credit for that pace. I think drags these numbers down and the kind of history of that pace. Because if you go start looking through the scores on the season, they have been above 75 eight, eight times this year. Mm -hmm. And two uh, and six of those, they're above 80. Like 
they they can absolutely light up some points, and only one of those games went overtime. I, I just as good as Furman's offense is, and UNC Greensboro's defense is not incredible. I think seeing a game where UNC Greensboro gets up into the 80s and Furman in the 70s isn't hard to find. And 80s, 81, 71 is all we need to get over this. Uh, I think we see something like that. Like, I don't think it's going to be a blowout because Furman is very good on offense. Both these teams shoot a lot of threes um, compared to how many uh, compared to the shots in the game, um, and they're both fairly decent at making them. Furman's not going to get in the way of UNC Greensboro, uh, so I, I think we're going to get a lot of points in this game. And again, I'll just ask that what the theme of the show has been, right? If if either of these teams, if these teams hit near their average on three-pointers, it shouldn't be a blowout. And that's kind of how we're projecting it as well. It could be a runaway game uh, if one team just can't hit from three, which obviously can happen. But it's not what we expect uh, as a typical game. And you can see here that projected score, uh, kind of like about model things on average, UNC Greenboro, Greensboro gets to 79.3. So again, very likely they can get into the 80s, firm into the mid 70s. Um, and so you can see that they're on screen again. You get this information in sentence form and in chart form, where it's just every game's just two lines uh, with a bunch of metrics, thresholds needed for different plays, probabilities, etc. All of that on Dub Club. Again, that sign up link in the show description. So it's a lot of good information there. Uh, and Jake, just as, as you were saying there, we don't think this will be a blow. I think it'll be a tight game. That could help us get to the over as well. Could have overtime on the table. Could have late fouls. And so, again, both teams could go cold. Both teams could go hot. It could be a no-doubter. But if it is one of those kind of typical games, uh, we think the sportsbooks are missing on this one and that we should be more in the mid-150, so over 151.5. B grade, the A grade for this would really be 150. Uh, would be the value for an A grade. But as we've talked about here previously, the B grades, especially with totals, have been really good plays. It's just we're trying to subset and not give out, you know, you know, 75 A grade picks on a Saturday, right? So in trying to make the A grade just be a little bit more uh, exclusive, you know, it doesn't quite make it into that, you know, VIP category or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, but this is still a really good play. The B grade totals are usually pretty good, and this is one of them that we really like and one of our best bets for Wednesday. 8 p.m. Eastern, the game of the night, and it's not even close, Clemson and Miami. Um, if you like college basketball, this is the one that you, you're wanting your eyeballs to be on. Miami has been a little bit disappointing this year. I think we all kind of figure they'd be a little bit better than this. Sideline has them down to number 41, and, and it, obviously my model's not the only one. Every model out there has – dropped them from what they were at the start. Clemson's kind of the opposite scenario, just continues to rise. The the, the analysis of this game for me, and this is just a, me a simpleton who, who does not understand college basketball. I do math, right? I take the variables. I figure out what works, right? And I'm the math guy. I play baseball. Uh, I was terrible at basketball. You can probably just infer that I was terrible at basketball just by looking at me, right? I'm also 5'11". You don't you don't see that on screen. Um, but, uh, you know, my thought on this game, and Jake, I'm curious if you agree with this or not. We haven't talked about it, is Clemson's 11-1, but it's kind of a soft 11-1. They've played a few decent teams. The good teams they've won, it seems like they're getting pretty hot from three, and it's like, I don't know if they can continue doing that. Maybe they can, but that just – it seems like things have gone their way, and the model's like they're good, but maybe they're not quite as good as you'd think because they shouldn't They shouldn't be getting this lucky. Miami, on the other hand, 
played it, you know, played some tougher games. They've been whooped a couple times, but they're still not bad. Clemson's the better team, but on the road, this is our favorite scenario. Wrong team favored. Model says that Clemson's better, but not by enough to overcome the home edge. Miami wins is 53% of the time. That makes plus 110 an A-grade pick. We're right at the threshold for the A-grade, plus 107. If it's plus 105, I'd still probably play that as an A-grade, but at some point, you probably want to drop it down to a B-grade because it's lost a little of its value. The benefit of this is that's the wrong team favored. It's that we just want to win about 50% of these. Well, if you're laying minus 105, You've kind of lost some of that value there. Jake, do you agree with anything I said? You could say no. I won't be offended. No, no, I, I do. I think my these teams are much closer than what people want to see. I think the couple times we've seen Miami in national spots, it has not gone well for them. And I think that's kind of playing into this price. Uh, I think – like Clemson with uh, PJ Hall, very very good player, but Norchad Omir will will probably cancel him out, and with which is wild because I think Hall's got three or four inches on him, but Norchad Omir's got such a long wingspan. He's such a good player, and he he is he can very much just step out and shoot threes. He can chase him all over the floor. There's nothing he, that Norchad will be won't be able to do that PJ PJ Hall can do, kind of thing. Um, I think the biggest difference is the home court that's going to let some of these shooters like Poplar and Joseph and Pack have a little bit better games, be a little more comfortable, sleep in their own bed kind of thing. Uh, Cleveland, I think, will be the difference maker for Miami. He's a six, seven, very tough guy. Came out of Florida State and Leonard Hamilton. So, you know, he's going to be strong on defense. He's going to be very physical. And I think that's where they're going to be able to take, take it to Clemson a little bit because, uh, and I just don't trust this three three shooting. Clemson is shooting so so much from beyond the arc, and they're hitting everything. So I, you can't blame them for shooting it. I just yeah. at some point that's not going to happen. And I mean, you kind of saw that in the Memphis. Like last good team they played was Memphis. That they lost by two there. They came out hot, but um, the next two games, I just on the going on the road and doing that is a is a much different story. Uh, especially with the team that's going to be as well coached as Larry Nega and how they play defense and the guards and the matchups. I, I want to take my chance with Miami here. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, not again, Clemson has played a tough schedule, obviously. It's just that it, it just seems like they've gotten most of the lucky breaks, right? Where it's like when they're playing a tough team, they're just on fire from three. And when they aren't hitting from three happens to be against a weaker team. And it's like, Hey, that's great. But like, that's not the way life works. Unfortunately, you're going to have some games where you're hot against a nobody and you beat them by 60 or 40 or whatever. And you're going to have some games where you're not hot against a better team. And it just seems like the, the value's a little bit inflated or the perception's a little bit inflated from them. Again, a very good team. Don't want to take anything away from them. Um, it just maybe not quite as good as the uh, market is viewing them. And, and Jake, the last thing I, that I just want to talk about this and, and I'm not trying to, uh, y- you know, whatever phrase you want to use to, to belabor the point, but we want to view the world in probabilities, right? And so I, I don't, well, you know, I'm not saying Miami will win. I'm not saying Clemson can't win. And you should not say that either. If you were, and you should not say that Clemson will win or won't win or Miami will or won't win because ahead of time, we don't know what'll happen. And so we should think about it in terms of probability. That might not be the easiest thing for us to do. That's fine. You can rely on some models or you can use it in terms of likely, extremely likely. You can do it 
qualitatively rather than quantitatively, if that's your gym. But that's the way we want to view these things, um, not this team can't lose or this team will win, because that that sort of thinking is what gets you overconfident, placing too much money on bets, taking bad prices, things of that nature. And again, the only reason we're Miami is because the price at plus 110. If we could get Clemson at something like plus 140, if everybody just steamed Miami like crazy, I'd be on the other side at big plus odds because I think Miami should be slightly favored to it, but not by that much. And so again, it comes down to if you disagree with the pick, it's not because Clemson will win. It's because you would say maybe Clemson has a better than 47% chance of winning. And that's obviously your opinion. We want you to make whatever bets you're comfortable with. You are, uh, in our opinion, though, the home court edge, like you said, is going to suck away a little bit uh, or a lot of the how much better Clemson is than Miami and make this more of a coin toss game than the markets uh, seem to think. So again, all about the price here relating to probabilities. And that's the way that we want to view these things. It's sometimes uncomfortable. Many of you I'm preaching to the choir, uh, but if not, hopefully it's something that you can learn and grow and become a smarter, better and, uh, you know, day by day, uh, which takes us to our recap. Again, we have seven best bets right now. What of them's the play of the day? You can get just those picks if you want those for only $9.99 a month at Black Book Sports. That link's in the show description. Or if you want the full package, everything we've got, including the Discord chat, uh, that's over on Dub Club. That link's also in the show description. We've got discussion on these three games plus the play of the day as well, which is a doozy one that uh, Cousin Jared and I absolutely love for the, for the play of the day. Not even listed on that screen. So it's a seventh pick. We'll probably have more if you want to join that again the link in the show description for Dub Club. And if you're with us on YouTube, that QR code will take you right there. Or you can use the promo code, but it'll show up right there to get you your $5 off your first month. You can get your first month for under a dollar a day. Otherwise, Jake, parting words before we have a 60-second break and continue to talk hoops. No, this is this is the greatest time of the year. We're getting conference play. You got hockey going full steam, about to get into the playoffs for NFL. This is This is the best time of the year. I mean, it's really cold, and we just moved to Indiana. So, I mean, I don't know if I'll agree with yeah. that. You know, you, you do you, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. With more reason to be indoors watching the sports, you know. You're not encouraged guess, to be outside. I guess, I guess that's fair. All right. Well, we'll see you hopefully on the other side of the music. <laughs> 